Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. How are you? <laughs> it has been a week, just a week, you know, the universe just throwing things. I see a light at the end of the tunnel, but tired. Do you want to extrapolate further on these? <laughs> well, I will preface this by saying they're all good problems to have. But um, so last week, our episode that was late, I had an, an issue with returning our car lease upstate. So I got up at five in the morning, got in the car, it's 20 degrees, and the car wouldn't start. I sat there waiting for a friend who I texted who said that he would come and jump the car. So I was like waiting for 45 minutes and it was really cold. Like I was, I was like, I don't, I'm going to die in this car. I feel like I'm on Mount Everest or something. But I didn't want to be, you know, it's like early and he was going to do me a favor. So I'm like, I don't want to be a pain in the ass. So I just sat and waited and waited. Finally, I was like, I have got to leave this car. This is not good. So I walk my little frigid booty back home um, and I called him. And it turns out that his younger brother had apparently written me back. And he didn't even know that I was waiting in this vehicle this whole time. Um, So then I have one of those battery packs. So I'd walk all the way back to the house. I get the thing. I walk back, put it on the battery, and it's dead. The charger is dead. So then <laughs> it was just, you know, a morning like that. So by the time I finally realized I have AAA, like an idiot, they were there in eight minutes. I drive the car. He was like, don't turn the car off because I don't know if you're going to make it. So I get in the car and all four tires have low air because it's so cold. But I can't stop to fill them up because I have no money. So I'd have to go into the, <laughs> into the gas station to get cash. And so I was just like, you know what, throw in a Hail Mary, I'm going to drive it up and then I'll get air when I get closer. Um, so after that fiasco, it was great. Return the car, have a nice lunch with my friend. I get on the train on the Metro North and realize that I have left both license plates and my registration on the train, which is not great. So then I went to file a police report this week and they're like, we don't do that. You have to go to this police station. It's been a whole real exciting activity. And then this is in the midst of rehearsals too. So we've had like everybody's in town rehearsing. Today was like our first official rehearsal. And of course, New York City throws eight inches of snow our way. So school. I'm going to ask you about that. School's remote. And I don't know if you've seen the news, but the DOE like really aided on this one. Nobody could log in. Um, so it was like hours this morning of trying to figure out what's going on. We're trying different things, the teacher's writing. And then finally she's like, well, do you, do you know what? Just enjoy the snow day. And then writes back 20 minutes later, like, oh, I think we're figuring it out. Whatever. It was just, you know, whatever. It was not her fault. It was not any of the teachers or the school's fault. It was just the DOE was not prepared once again. So we had little dude home for rehearsals today. He was great, but I don't know if you can hear it. I have a head cold. <laughs> so three days out. <laughs> 
So yeah, Claudio is sick too, but he's like on the, a little bit on the other side of it. So <clears throat> I'm trying to keep it at least at bay right now. It's just subtle. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys are here to listen to my <laughs> crying about my life. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. No, is... but, you, know, you know, just those weeks where you're like, come on, what, give me one more thing. Oh no. Something like that. Like leaving, you know, like accidentally leaving the license plates and having to go run. That is like really draining for me. There's things like that, that I've really have to take care of not that exact thing that I just haven't like two things that, that pop into my head immediately that I really that are dealing with the um car stuff the car and stuff I'm just it's the worst no and it's you know it's like and I will do anything I can to not have to talk to another person <laughs> in the flesh I mean I love talking to people unless I have to and then I'm like no I don't I will not do this so I'm trying to like hack the system and find a way to do it online. Oh, I'm opposite. I don't want to do it online and I don't want to talk to a fake person. So I'm like, give me the real person. Adam and I are both like that. We'll be like, operator. I can't stand the the bots. But in this case, the police department were like, well, if one was missing, it would just, it would be fine. We could file like whatever because it's just lost property. But when two are missing, it, it becomes like larceny. And I was like, they're not stolen. I, I am the felon. So- when Keaton is always talking about, we can't wait to be adult an adult. These are the things, these are the things that it's like, just enjoy your youth. There are a lot of perks, but damn, the bad stuff is so boring and like life sucking, you know, it's just, it's not for us. It's not for me. We deserve to be like running in fields of flowers with rainbows painted across our sun-kissed cheeks. We all deserve that. We could no. live in a different world. And I'm angry because I really have been waiting for snow. I'm so excited about snow. And of course, it's the day that we can't even enjoy it. We're like trying to get stuff into the rehearsal space. And anyway, it was beautiful. Now it's melted already. Anticlimactic. Oh, it's already melted? It melted immediately. Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't, no, I was imagining it was, there were things happening there. I'm looking no. out the window. It's really just like on the oh. curb. No. Oh. How are you? I'm... Thanks for listening to my tirade what i'm here for it's good to say these things out loud processing get some out of your mind and your body i am good i feel like all i've been saying is that i'm tired and i've never felt really ever in my life the effects of like sad seasonal affective disorder or and i grew up in minnesota so i even as a kid i didn't really notice it but i have been so tired but it's my fault i stayed up and watched the super bowl yeah. which I wouldn't have normally done, but it was a good game, which I don't really say much about games in general, but it was a good game. And then the night before I was out with my friends and I had like made a series of big plans, the, the medium, which I had never done before, which was a whole funny story and then dinner and then drinks. And I, and then when I set them out, like the itinerary, I was like home by midnight. Let me tell you, we were not home by midnight, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> and so I was tired and then I stayed up and watched Super Bowl. And then Adam was on a um, trip with his guy friends to the mountains the weekend. So he got home Monday. So we were hanging out. Oh, and we watched the We Are the World documentary. But then we also stayed up late, which I don't ever like to do. And they did it three nights in a row. I'm, I'm like, about the medium. I need am to I so tired? Well, it sounds like I know why. I know. <laughs> but I think that I have not reconciled 
the fact that I'm getting older mm-hmm. to my big series of plans and late nights and it's hitting me and I think of the season as maybe I'm thinking it's winter and age and I don't think it's age I think you just got back from a long (laughs) jet laggy trip yeah oh that's true and you jumped into the fire you started painting things like the day you got home (laughs) you just literally told me you've been up past you know midnight three days in a row like I think this is not age I think this is just joyful activity I know you know this is why we need friends and people with ears to bounce our like analytical. I'm like, I'm getting old. I can't. And you're like, hold on. Okay. Let's rethink it. Don't go off the deep end. So, right. Yeah. The medium was, okay. So this was my first time ever meeting such a person. Um, I've done like every other, you know, all this other yeah. metaphysical stuff, but that was not what I had done. And it was quite a trip. She was 80 years old, still doing her thing. Amazing. Yeah. Hi. Oh, hi. hi. You guys can hear me okay, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. How are you guys? We're good. Misha is just telling us she went to a medium for the first time. Oh, really? How was that? It was, well, the, the medium part was more hit. No, wait, sorry. It was more miss than hit. Okay. <laughs> and by which I mean fully miss. And and there was some, you know, kind of like the descriptions of it, of people that didn't land and all that stuff. But she what did she like wrote a book about palm mystery, reading palms. Okay. Yeah. And that was like really all she did was tell us about ourselves. Like my friend, you know, she's like, you're very sturdy, which was the funny mm-hmm. word of the night. But all of that was actually like a hundred percent correct. So it was interesting just to see her tell us about ourselves. But we, yeah. I kind we kind of already know those things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've done the palm reading before, but I've never been to like a medium. It was more like a fortune teller type, you know. Yeah that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I did that once at Asbury Park. It's very cute. Right on the beach. Is it the, it's the lines? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I'm going to have 10 kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to live 10 more years. Yeah. It was like some of it was kind of creepy. Yeah. I don't like when it gets superstitious, but she was all, she was very bubbly. It was nice. That's cool. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. I'll introduce you uh, before we get too deep into metaphysical conversations. Okay. <laughs> so here we have Haley Giovanni with us tonight. Um, and we're so grateful because she has a baby girl, Luciana, who is five weeks old. Mm-hmm. And um, Haley is getting to spend the next three months with her at home and is also a stepmom to a 10-year-old girl named Georgia. Haley grew up in New England and moved to Nashville, the Nashville area six years ago, graduated law school in 2021, and is now a practicing criminal law attorney, an animal lover, and would love to spend all her free time at the beach with her family if she could, also trying to rediscover hobbies and make friends after law school. So a lot going on. Thank you so much for making time. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm excited to be on here. I'm glad you guys asked me to come on. By the way, I love the name Luciana. It's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, we didn't find out the gender, so we were trying to figure out names, and we had to pick one for a boy and a girl, and we were 100% sure that it was a boy, so we didn't spend very much time on a girl name, and we liked Kenzie, um, and then we had, like, you know, months of talking about a boy name, but once she got here she we looked at her and we were like she's not a Kenzie we have to pick a new name so like for the first three hours of her life she had no name and I was like oh no you know I was panicking a little like what are we gonna do 
And then I think I said Luciana and he was just like, yes. And it was just perfect. It just happened. So it wasn't even in the cards, but it worked out. Okay. Oh yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. name. That same thing happened with Sylvie, our daughter. We mm -hmm. knew she was a girl, but we had the name Nina and picked out and Naomi was the second one. And it was the exact same thing. She came and we were like, nope. So we yep. went through the list. It kept, kept, she, I, we didn't name her until the next day. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I was in panic mode <laughs> for like three hours. So a day would have like ruined me. It's nice when you are able to look though at a human and be like, oh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had said, because we thought it was a boy. So I was like, maybe we should go in with like two or three names. And Anthony was like, no, it's not going to look like anything particular. It's just a baby. It's going to look like a baby. <laughs> and then we both looked at each other when she came out and we were like, oh, she's not Kenzie. <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah, again, thank you for coming on the show. We're so happy you're here. What are you juggling this week aside from everything? Yeah. So um, Luciana turned one month last week. And I think I've been like struggling with that a little bit just because it's like, how was that a month ago? Like, how did that all happen one month ago? I feel like I just found out I was pregnant. Um, and now she's like growing and she's starting to try to lift her head and like she's focusing on things. And I just can't believe that all of that is happening as fast as it is, you know, and they, everybody tells you it's going to go so fast, like cherish every moment and you hear it and you're like, sure, I believe that. But once you're doing it, it's just like, they weren't lying. That is an accurate description. <laughs> it's just incredibly fast. I get mad at the cliche, like, but it's so true. Yeah. Same. I remember thinking like, wow, what is it like to have a toddler? And now my son's almost yeah. 10 and I'm like, holy wow. Time's fluid, right, Mish? Yeah, well, and it's fun to, you know, you feel like you just got pregnant and then it is, it's like, it's like happening all so fast, but at the same time, the days can feel long. I, maybe, you know, if you're kind of like in this new schedule with a newborn and- It's such a blur at the beginning. It's such a blur, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've we've been lucky. She's a really good baby. So she gives us like these four hours hour stints in the middle of the night where we can oh. sleep, which is really nice. I was anticipating being up like, you know, every hour, every two hours, but she does really good through the night. Um, but it is kind of a blur, you know, especially when you're getting up at 2 a.m. and you're just like, Oh, I love this so much, but I need I need you to go back to sleep for a couple <laughs> more hours. So it's not me starting my day at 2 a.m. Yeah. Do you feel like you're settling in a little bit a month in or you're sort of like still on your head? Yeah, I, I feel pretty settled. Um, I'm looking forward to the next three months that I get to be home with her, but it, it was an adjustment for sure. Um, I stayed working until I couldn't anymore. So, you know, going from that working, I'm in court every day. So it's, you know, a pretty fast paced environment to just chilling at home with her and like, on her schedule now. It's not mine at all. I have no control over it whatsoever. So it is definitely an adjustment or it was an adjustment, but I think I'm falling into it now. I remember hearing, you know, when all the court shows are on TV that lawyers mm -hmm. aren't actually in court very often. So, but you, that was like, that's your role being there every day. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, my position is that I'm in the courtroom almost every day, but I actually stay in the court pretty much my entire my entire day. So whether I'm at my desk in the court or I go into the courtroom physically, I am in the court all day. Yeah. Wow. That's got to be an interesting 
like energy exchange every day, all those people coming in and out and maybe contentious or maybe not. It can be, um, but you find a rhythm and you, you, you know, you learn not to take anything home. It's definitely like something that you have to struggle with every day. Um, but it's not like where I am, where my position is. It's not, it's not too contentious. It can be, it can be a little bit fast paced, but other than that, it's not, it's not too bad. I have one more question. <laughs> question about yeah, yeah. Core life. Um, that is a little vapid, but the outfit situation. Yeah, it's a, no, that's a great question. Um, because when I first started this position, um, I interned with this place, with this office for a while when I was in law school and I just decided I'm just going to wear a suit every day because yeah. then I don't have to think about mix matching and trying to figure it out. So I just bought a ton of suits and a ton of different colors and I just wear a suit every day, but it's definitely hard to find suits as a woman. Like there's not a, you can't just go to somebody and have them make you a suit like Anthony, when he needs a suit, he's just, you know, it's very easy for him. And with me, I'm like, okay, I found this suit that fits good. What color does it come in? Cause I'm going to buy every color and like two of this one. So it can be a little tricky. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mm -hmm. love that. I need suit recommendations. Yeah. So, um, and Taylor has really good suits and, you know, it's funny cause I was just talking about this with somebody else like a month or two ago. Um, like if you try to go to like Nordstrom or something, you would think that that would be the place cause they should sell suits, but you can't really find a great suit you know, and try it on and everything. I feel like it's a similar issue with like maternity clothes. I struggled so hard. Everything's online now. So it's like, okay, well, I hope this fits. Um, and suits are the same. Like Ann Taylor has maybe like two or three, but then they have all these different cuts and styles and skirt versions and everything. So you just order them and you're like, okay, hopefully I'm the same size in this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chandra and I sit around in pajamas and work all day so it's a very like different work wardrobe than than what I'm used to but I find that cool that you're just like the suits for me feel powerful mm -hmm. or make it easier too I suppose yeah it makes it easier for sure okay all right we can move on <laughs> to what is something that listeners would be surprised to hear about your life that's a tough one well I guess jumping off from what we were just talking about I started law school kind of later in life, um, and I was a real estate paralegal for 10 years before I moved to Nashville. So it, it was a crazy jump to go from real estate into criminal law, because with real estate, it's mostly buying, selling, refinancing. Um, I was never in the courtroom. My The attorneys I worked for were never in the courtroom. So it was more transactional, and it wasn't, it had its moments where it was fast paced, um, but not every day. It wasn't as intense as the job I have now. So that was a little bit of a curve. Can you tell us three things that you're proud of, like past, present, and future? Okay. Um, I'm going to go out of order. So present, I think that I'm just proud of, you know, learning my role now as a mom, um, I was a little anxious, obviously, first time mom, um, you know, we have Georgia, who's amazing, but she's 10, you know, I've been, I've been with them for six years now. So she's been my stepdaughter for, for that long, but she's been, a, she's been pretty self-sufficient, you know, she was four when I met her, but 
over the last six years, she's just like, she gets herself up in the morning. She doesn't need to be fed. She picks out her own clothes, you know? So like going from only knowing that about living with a child to like, okay, now you are literally attached to me basically the whole day <laughs> um, has been a little bit, you know, I was worried about it. I was a little nervous, but um, I feel like I'm doing a great job as best I can. And I feel like moms don't think that as much as they should, because it's such a big thing to take on, especially, you know, if you're breastfeeding or even if you're not, you're like up every two to three hours with the baby, like your whole world changes. So I'm proud that I've been able to adjust to that um, past. I think that, you know, after having a career for 10 years, going back to school was a challenge. That was another thing I had anxiety about. I was like, am I going to do this? I'm almost 30 years old, you know, um, and go into law school as a 30 year old. And I did. Um, and I found my people there. There were other people that were around my age or a couple years older, but that was also something that I was, you know, a little bit worried about. And I felt like I was successful with and future. Um, I think that if I can just like maintain my work life balance that I've had, that would be an amazing success for me. That's really important for me. Uh, and I know a lot of attorneys work crazy hours, like 12 hours, but, um, as long as I can maintain the work life balance, so I can continue, you know, being a good mom, then that would be something I'd be very proud of. Yeah, it's definitely a, a juggle for sure. Was there something that was the impetus for you to to go into law and then to like to take that shift? Sure. Yeah. I um, you know, in high school, I was always interested in law and I wasn't really sure, you know, what aspect of law I would be interested in. But um, I got an opportunity to work at a real estate law firm when I was still in college, um, right the beginning of college. And that attorney taught me so much. And it happened to be real estate law and elder law. So like wills and trusts and that sort of thing. And I really enjoyed that. So I stayed with it for a while. But the last company I was with, I sort of hit my ceiling. I was doing sales for them. I was a managing paralegal. So I had people under me and there wasn't really anything else I could do with that company or in real estate law in general that would be able to shift me up to like a different level. Um, so I just wanted to be challenged more. And, you know, I was telling the attorney I worked for, like what he needed to do every day, you know, giving him all the files, give telling him what his schedule is. So I'm like, I need someone to be doing that for me. <laughs> so um, that's when I decided I wanted to go to law school. Like I had always thought about it, but it wasn't something I was ready to take the leap for. And since I had already done transactional for so long, I thought it would be cool to be in the courtroom. So I interned during law school and, um, got exposed to criminal law and I really enjoyed it. Did you move to Nashville for law school or was so, that after? Yeah, sort of. Mostly I moved here for Anthony. We were dating long distance and um, I was looking at law school. So I was like, we're either going to do this for three years long distance and you're going to be traveling to me because I'm going to have no time or I can look at law schools down there. So um, I toured a school called Belmont Law down here. And I loved it. It's one building, smaller classes, just like a really beautiful campus. Um, so I applied, I got in and yeah, we really dove headfirst into our relationship. I was like, I'm going to law school and we're living together and now we're doing this. <laughs> Are you ready? 
<laughs> That's super inspiring. Yeah. yeah. You sound like a real go-getter. I love that you're like, now I need more challenges. I find that to be really tough and cool. And I was going to ask you also, like, kind of what that process is, um, because I know there are so many people who are, you know, want, maybe thinking about going to school late or aren't sure they should or want to. But you kind of explained, you were like, OK, well, I have a guy here. There's a school here. It's all coming together. Yeah, I was looking at, you know, schools up by me. Um, Suffolk is a really good school in Boston that I was looking at. But then when, you know, I got into this relationship and it was serious, but long distance, um, I decided to to look somewhere else, somewhere closer to him, uh, which worked out really well. So obviously we're married yeah. now <laughs> and out, yeah. that was okay for me to jump head first. Jump, you know? Like yeah, yeah. Boston to Nashville. Do you like it? How yeah, I love it. I love it here. It was definitely an adjustment. Um, you know, like up north, everyone's so like fast paced and just like, I have to go here. Like I'm going to go there fast in my car. And when I get there, I'm going to do everything to get out of there as fast as I can. And here it's just like, everyone's so chill. Everyone's so friendly, which was an adjustment too. Um, like they want a small talk at the cash register. And in Boston, that would be rude. Like if you small talk, you're taking up everyone else's time behind you. So you can't do that. But here it's like, it's rude if you don't. So I like it a lot though. Having said all of that, it's just, it was an adjustment at first for sure. Yes. So you kind of jumped in head first, went to law school, got in the serious relationship with Anthony and through all that time and now getting married, having a baby, what advice do you have for other band wives out there, whether it's tips, tricks, or encouragement? Yeah. So this sound, I feel like this sounds like another cliche or something that probably everybody says to you, but um, like communication, just really honest communication. Like if I'm struggling at home and he's on tour, I'll, I'll be like, I need more attention from you as much as you can. You know, I know you're busy, but like, I need it. Um, and I do that at home too. You know, if we're, if I just need more of something, I just try to be as honest as possible because I feel like people will communicate well, but not say exactly what they want in a relationship with somebody who travels for a living or not. Um, and I, and when he's gone, that's really crucial for us. Um, also just like, trying to be as positive as possible because honest obviously you have to like unload you have to share your life that you have at home while he's gone um but trying to make sure that they you know can accept that unloading at that moment because they're you know he's having a hard time on the road too he misses Georgia you know me he's gonna miss Luciana when he leaves in a couple months so just understanding that as well that it's not just you that's struggling it's you know both sides are yeah it's amazing when you're honest like yeah I don't know if it's the same for you too but when I was a kid I always saw women in my life being very um like well they're gonna read my mind and know what I need like I'm upset because I need help but nobody sees it whatever it is like there wasn't you know super honest communication and I think that's like the honest communication is the key even when it's brutal or when it's like not happy stuff yeah, for sure. And I feel like sometimes I'll have to check myself because I'll be like frustrated about something and I'm not being completely honest. And he'll be like, you have a tone. Like, are you good? What's good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. But then I think about it and it's like, no, actually, I need to talk to you about this or I need this from you. So it's it's easier said than practiced every day. But 
um, I think that that would be like a really, that's like my main piece of advice for anybody, I guess, bandwide or not. I think that being honest is like a hundred percent crucial. Yeah. And it's a little vulnerable too. It can feel vulnerable if you're, if you're having to say, I need more from you. I need attention from you because you know, hopefully not in any relationship is the risk of rejection, but it can kind of be there lingering in the background. So I wonder if, especially back in the day, maybe with our older generations, you know, kind of putting those vulnerable feelings out there could feel like a risk or or hard to communicate. Absolutely. Yeah. And those needs change so much, you know, you guys are in this like brand new phase of your lives and, you know, you'll like, it's, I feel like with, those baby years, it's so intense. Like the workload is just so intense and it's just wonderful, but it's really like you start to kind of have a different rhythm, you know? So you have to talk about it because everybody's like spiraling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One day you could be like, I need more attention. And then another day you could say, please leave me alone. <laughs> I don't right. want to touch <laughs> or talk to Yeah. You. It goes both ways for sure. <laughs> well, where you are now, you know, in this season of your life, I guess, um, this is a question we always ask, but I feel like it can change, you know, throughout. What do you know to be true about yourself, the world, and the universe? Um, so, okay. Myself, um, I feel things like very deeply, whether it's positive or negative. So, um, like being able to know that and know that not everybody else is the same way has been really helpful for me. Um, you know, cause I think a lot of people, including myself for so long would expect the same that you give to people. And like, they're not always on that same page, you know, like they're not always feeling everything as deeply as you are. Um, and I know for a fact that I feel things very deeply, let's see world and universe. Um, I want to say something super like profound here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't necessarily think that, you know, everybody has a path, but I do think that once you're ready to accept something, that it will fall into place in a way, like the universe will give you what you're ready to accept. You know, for a while, Anthony and I were talking about having kids and um, we just weren't ready with schedule wise. Like I was in law school, it would have been really hard to finish law school with a baby. I know people do it all the time and I don't know how because it's so all encompassing, both things, having a baby and law school. And then, you know, once I passed the bar and I was settled into my job, like we got pregnant. So it just sort of all comes together, I think, when you're ready for it too. No, you're so right. You're so right. Like the older that you get, I feel the more that kind of comes into focus. Like it's harder to see when you're young because you, you feel like you have some control over life. And then you realize like, oh, life is just going to kind of take me with it. Yeah. Kind of find your, your purpose through that all. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you what your sign is because you were saying that you're such like a, such a deep feeler. Um, a Leo. You're a Leo. Yeah. What are you guys? I'm a Taurus. Okay. And I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Double, so did your birthday time. just pass? Mm-hmm. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that because I've been so tired, probably because there's been 47 viruses cycling through here and I was yeah. traveling. But also I was telling Chandra, I'm a year older. It might be that I'm just getting <laughs> old. And then she's like, oh, no. I had a Super Bowl party. I went to a medium. I stayed up. <laughs> yeah. Morning. I was like, Nisha, I don't think it's one year on the calendar that's suddenly making you tired. 
there are things though and I'm like oh yeah like shoulder (laughs) right just from sleeping wrong or yeah Mm -hmm. oh man I sneezed in bed (laughs) I was laying down and I sneezed and my neck I'm I'm like I broke it it's broken (laughs) (laughs) oh no you know it's funny you guys are saying this because during pregnancy I was having the same thoughts I'm like is this because I'm pregnant or is this because I'm older now and like these things weren't (laughs) happening to me two years ago forget it hormonally after you have that baby like it takes so long it took me like two years to feel like myself wholly again yeah there's just so much chemically going on and you're just carried a person around like in all right hormones yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. hormones okay we're off to the rapid fire questions a little lighter What are you binge watching, reading, or listening to right now? So we just finished The Bear. Have you guys watched that yet? I haven't finished season two. Oh, okay. It's so good. Yeah, we really enjoyed that. Um, But we've been been binge watching Suits for, I guess it's not binge watching, but we've been watching Suits for the last like month. And then we'll like watch The Bear, really actually binge watch it like in four days. (laughs) so person that's recommended suits recently suits is everywhere oh really yeah Yeah, suits is great and I didn't know if I would like it because it is like a law attorney whenever I watch stuff like that it's hard to like turn off you know like it's like that would never happen or like that's wrong you know (laughs) um but I'm really enjoying suits it's that's a fun one for sure (laughs) is it true to life or no. Um, so I don't work in that type of no. law, so it's hard to tell. But okay. when they do go into the courtroom in suits, I'm like, mm. <laughs> hold on a second. But um, it's it's probably more accurate than other than other shows. There's a lot of seasons too, right? Or like, how many seasons are there of that show? So we're at the end of season three, and I feel like there's two or three more. Okay. But I did just hear too that they're doing a spinoff, LA Suits. So I don't know how they're going to turn this into that, where I'm at right now, but I'm excited to find out. So is the OG Suits done or is it still happening? I'm not 100% sure. I think it's done. Like, I think that once we finish this, unfortunately, that's over. You know, when you like finish a show that you're really enjoying, you're like, one more, please, just one more yeah. season. Because it becomes a friend. It's like always on in the background. Yeah. Or... yeah. Even the theme song sometimes I'll hear for certain shows years later and be like, oh, like it's yeah a hundred percent um let's see reading and listening to I have been having a hard time going through like reading right now because I'm just busy with the baby and before that I was busy with work and I had just done law school where I was reading all day every day um so I'm jumping into lessons in chemistry um a friend of mine recommended it so I just started that have you read it Misha no, I haven't read it, but the I watched the show on Apple TV, and it was really cute. Okay, yeah, I'll have to watch the show after I read it. Yeah, I have seen it everywhere too. I was just still still in the airport everywhere. Um, what about listening to you? Do you are you got like the the baby jams on or? Yeah, it's nonstop. Like, there's this company. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, Sparrow Sleeps, or I guess these musicians where they take, um, like they took a Bayside album or bunch of their songs and made a lullaby version so it's like a more tolerable lullaby situation um they have like blink 182 and newfound glory and all you know the fun band so 
that has been like in my pocket on my cell phone nonstop. Like when she's getting upset, I'm just like, okay, we'll turn this on. So yeah, I guess that's what I've been binge listening to. Yep. When Atlas was a baby, I feel like it had Rockabye Baby, which is similar, but they, but it's all, okay. no, it's just instrumentation, but they have like David Bowie and the Beatles and, and they're really good versions. Very soothing. Yeah. In that same theme, what would your theme song be? It would definitely be a Sparrow's, like one of the Sparrow's sleep <laughs> songs because I just like, I feel like I walk into a room and it's playing because it's in my pocket. So I stick with that. So it's that. literally following you yeah. around. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's your, and then maybe five years, we'll ask you again. Yeah. And if you don't have another baby with the phone in your pocket, maybe it'll be something else. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. All right. Last question. One small thing or guilty pleasure that you look forward to when Anthony is on the road. Okay. Probably the Kardashians. He will not watch that show. He'll watch other reality shows, but the Kardashians, he's like, absolutely not. So that's my time to like, keep up, catch up, whatever. And I'll watch that. Like if he goes out with his friends or he's like on a weekend, like a weekend show, that's my go-to. You got to have one of those. Yeah. A lot of guilty pleasures are good TV. Yeah. Good TV. I started uh, Farmer Takes a Wife on me. Is it good? I mean, I mean, good is not the word. I mean, good. Like, is it good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I mean, yeah. it's, it's startling. The, the, like the culture shock, I guess. It's so yeah. on every level. Even the editing and producing is alarming and interesting choices mm. i would recommend watching the first season on hulu i just want to talk to people about it yeah i started at season seven because i remember you okay. saying that you thought maybe it would get a little bit less yes did it does it oh, okay <laughs> i don't know what the baseline is but it's right okay. you know not great what weirds me out sorry Haley. this is like <laughs> they all live together they like live yeah. so this the men are like living with multiple women that he may or may not choose. And they're like in the same house and like in his house, right? Yeah. And, his farm and like house. working oh, wow. on the farm. That's the weirdest thing. He, they're yeah, pretty much weird. judging the women by how well they do farm work. Mm -hmm. Very. But they like, all are women with careers. Yeah. Who... <laughs> oh, God, oh, I don't know. I want to watch it now, yeah. but I'm going to go in very like weary yeah. <laughs> situation. Sociological yeah, perspective. Yes. Yeah. It's research for all of us. <laughs> Into what? We don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out when we get there. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. This is fun. We appreciate you being flexible and taking the time with a newborn. Like it's a. Yeah, of course. A lot. I can hear her. Oh. oh well perfect timing yeah <laughs> okay go good have luck fun. with your trip too oh thank have fun you. yeah take bye. care good night bye